Hi everyone, welcome to the debut of Season 3 of Counter Melody. I have two things to say before the episode begins. First of all, you're going to hear a new theme song. It's once again Claudia Muzio, but this time she's singing a much less ebullient number. I was going to use a big bravura piece with a cadenza up to a high C at the beginning, and David suggested to me that this might not have staying power for people who want to binge on episodes to hear the same theme over and over and over. And it also might be exhausting hearing that same cadenza week after week after week after week. I thought that was very wise, so I'm using the song C'est mon ami instead. This soulful interpretation of this lovely melody will see us through the entire third season of Counter Melody. Second off the bat, I have big plans for season three of Counter Melody. Much of this will be unfolding primarily on Patreon, so I want to encourage you all again to consider becoming Patreon supporters. I want to send a special thank you to my new Patreon members, Aurelio and Janet, and also to Cheryl, who has increased her monthly pledge. Thank you to all three, and if you too want to become a supporter on Patreon, please go to patreon.com countermelody. It is now possible to make either a monthly or a one-time-a-year donation. Patreon is making it easy for you. Please help make it possible for me to be able to continue with the podcast. And now, I present to you Season 3 of Counter Melody. Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. As always, I am your host... Daniel Gundlach. No preaching here, no lecturing, well, maybe just a tiny bit of each, but the primary spotlight will always be on the singers that enrich and enhance our lives, no matter what is going on in the world around us. Thanks for joining me. This week's episode. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to Counter Melody. Today, I have something special for you. My birthday is tomorrow, October 11th. Last year, I did a great big feature of many of my favorite pop singers. I just thought I'd do something similar this week. As my regular listeners know, I did a whole series on baritones over the course of the summer. And I still have a lot of baritones on the back burner here. We have a special birthday we're going to celebrate next week of a stellar baritone. This week, I thought it would be fun to just listen to some crooners. And as I started to put together a list of crooners, I just thought to myself, well, this is ridiculously long. There's no way I can do this. And then I thought, Well, one of the big focuses of the podcast is on artists of color. And so I thought, why not do a feature on some of those amazing African-American crooners? 
And what better extraordinary voice with which to start off season three than this guy? It started all over again The moment I looked in your eyes It started all over again The thrill we can never disguise The day that we parted so broken hearted we'll never return again dreams of delayed promises made are starting anew just for you it started all over again the moment i held you so tight it started all over again When we kissed away the night Till dawn's early light Now we're together Sweethearts forever We'll build our romance anew It started all over again the moment I looked at you Over again The moment I held you so tight Oh, it started all over again When we kissed away the night Yes, that was Sammy Davis Jr. And not coincidentally, the name of that song is It Started All Over Again. As with many of the singers that we're going to hear today, he was just as gifted a belter as he was a crooner. I'm actually hoping to do a full episode on him this season. Before we dive in with more crooners, I just wanted to say one more thing about Patreon. Sorry. I've been very faithful about putting up bonus episodes for you guys, and today is no exception. I'm going to be posting a special birthday tribute to Francisco Araiza, whom I featured last year in a wide cross-section of his entire career. This special episode that I'm putting together for my Patreon subscribers is Francisco Araiza doing art song. It features a number of fairly obscure recordings that I have managed to find for my collection, and I will be using two of those primarily, and one of them is an all-Schubert album, and here is a little excerpt from that. 
It's der Musensohn. This is a 1983 recording with Erwin Gage, his frequent collaborator on the piano. Let's just dive right in to this week's crooners, shall we? As always, I like to spread my historical net pretty wide. So let's go back to the year 1906. This recording is Bert Williams, who was, I think it's safe to say, the first African-American superstar on the U.S. American scene. There's so much to say about him, and a lot has been said, and I am not an expert, so I am going to leave those words to those who know a lot more about it. But I do want to say that Burt Williams paid a huge, a huge price for his success. For those of you who don't know, he was an African-American singer and actor and composer who donned blackface and did mocking and self-deprecating routines. So the song that I'm going to play for you is called Nobody. He wrote it himself with words by Alex Rogers. You hear the self-mockery, but you also hear a lot of bitterness, and that wah-wah in the trombone doesn't fool me a bit. I hear all of the pain underneath those words that he says. Nobody, sung by Bert Williams. When life seems full of clouds and rain And I am full of nothing and pain Who soothes 
my something bumping brain. When winter comes with snow and sleep, and me with hunger and cold feet, who says here, twenty five cents? Go ahead and get yourself something to eat. Go on. Nobody. I never done nothing to no harm. So we should probably consider what exactly a crooner is. Merriam-Webster says it is to sing in a soft, intimate manner adapted to amplifying systems. Certainly, most persons in the know agree that this gentle, caressing style developed as microphones began to be used for singers instead of singers having to project their voices over a band or an orchestra. We're going to hear a number of what I would consider jazz singers today, but I'm going to kind of jump over the era of Louis Armstrong, Fats Waller, those guys. But cabaret singing, I think, lent itself to a crooned sort of approach, and one of the most accomplished was a fellow known as Hutch. His full name is Leslie Arthur Julian Hutchinson. He was born in Grenada. As an eager young musician, he went to New York and eventually settled in London, where he was a huge star. He had evidently an omnivorous sexual appetite and was, in fact, a lover of Cole Porter, who wrote many songs for him specifically. I believe that's true of the one we're about to hear. Let's do it. Now, most of the songs that we're going to hear today, I had to edit just for the sake of length so that I can offer you a wider panoply of examples. There were two reasons for editing this one, because it begins with the most shocking racist slur. And I just didn't want to put it on here. I honestly didn't know because I've always heard the song begin, birds do it, bees do it. Well, that's not the original text, and we'll just leave it at that. Anyway, I'm cutting out the entire first refrain and going straight from the opening verse to the second refrain. You'll probably hear the cut, and it's okay. You don't want to hear the other when the little bluebird was never said a word starts to sing spring spring and the little bluebell in the bottom of the dell starts to ring ding ding when a little blue clock in the middle of the park sings a tune to the moon up above it is nature that's all simply telling us to fall in love romantic sponges they say do it oysters down in oyster bay do it Let's do it. 
plaids fall in love. Cold Cape Cod clams gains their wish to it. Even lazy jellyfish do it. So let's do it. Let's fall in love. The most refined schools of cod do it. Though it shocks them, I fear. Sturgeon, thank God, do it. Have some caviar, dear. In shallow shoals, Dover souls do it. Goldfish in the privacy of bowls do it. So let's do it. Let's fall in love. The dragonflies in their reeds do it. Sentimental centipedes do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Mosquitoes, heaven forbid, do it. So does every Katie did do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. The most refined ladybugs do it. When a gentleman calls, moths in your rugs do it. What's the use of mothballs? Locusts in trees do it. Bees do it. Even overeducated fleas do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. The chimpanzees in the zoos do it. Some courageous kangaroos do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Mm, I'm sure giraffes on the sly do it. Heavy hippopotami do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Old sloths who hang down from twigs do it. Though the effort is great. Sweet guinea pigs do it. Buy a couple and wait. We know that bears in their pits do it. Even Pekingese at the Ritz do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in I have such a wide range of singers to present to you today, so I'm going to keep my talking down to a minimum so that you can enjoy the glorious and often seductive singing that we'll be hearing today. A vocal quartet that got their start right around the same time that Hutch was performing was the Mills Brothers. Through 1936, there were indeed four brothers, all from Ohio, who got their first taste of fame when they began imitating instruments. They eventually developed a wonderful close harmony style that led them to enormous success. Among other things, they were the first African Americans to be offered their own radio series. That occurred in 1930. The eldest of the four brothers died in January 1936, and their father, who was also a singer, replaced him in the quartet. In some iteration or other of the family configuration, the Mills brothers began their career in the late 20s through 1982. I'm going to play for you the song, You Always Hurt the One You Love. It's not one of their early hits. They had already been stars for 20 years by the time this song was released in 1948, but it is one of their most popular. You always heard the one you love, the one you shouldn't hurt at all. You always take the sweetest rose 
and crush it till the petals fall. You always break the kindest heart with a hasty word you can't recall. So if I broke your heart last night, it's because I loved you most of all. You always hurt the one you love, the one you shouldn't hurt at all. You always take the sweetest rose, crush it. Till the petals fall You always break The kindest heart With the hasty word You can't recall So If I broke Your heart last night It's because a different strand in the thread of pop music around this time was folk music and blues. Of course, we all know Lead Belly and Howlin' Wolf. Here's a guy that's less well-remembered today, but is an extraordinary artist. His name is Josh White. He sang folk music, work songs, spirituals, and was also an extraordinary guitarist, in spite of an accident that he had that damaged his hand and required him to learn a completely different method of playing. He was also involved in progressive political causes and, of course, in the 1950s, ran afoul of the House Un-American Activities Committee. And, like so many others, he also found himself blacklisted. Today we'll hear a 1944 recording of the song Careless Love. This is a traditional song, but it was copyrighted by W.C. Handy, whose name appears as the composer, even though the authorship is much earlier than that and is in fact unknown. Happy home 
Another artist who began his career as a folk singer and eventually became known also as an actor, a songwriter, a civil rights activist, really an icon of the most enormous proportions. I'm talking about Harry Belafonte. In fact, he is still with us at the age of 94. He was originally successful singing songs of Jamaica. His mother was Jamaican, and he spent a number of years of his childhood there. Eventually, he also began to explore the music of Africa and was instrumental in bringing artists over from Africa to perform in the United States. One of the most important African artists that he mentored was Miriam Makiba. We're going to hear them together in a 1965 recording of the song Malaika. Malaika Nakupenda Malaika Malaika Nakupenda Malaika Ingekuwa Maliwe Ingekuwa Nashindwana mali sinawe Ingekuwa malaika Nashindwana mali sinawe Ingekuwa malaika Kidege Akuwaza kidege Kidege Akuwaza Kidege Ingekuwa Maliwe Ingekuwa Dada Nasindwana Malisinwe Ingekuwa Malaika Nasindwana Malisinwe Ingekuwa malaika Malaika Nakupenda malaika Malaika Nakupenda malaika 
Another singer who today is probably best remembered as an actor is Brock Peters. He began his career as a member of the Leonard Depore Chorus, and then he joined the State Department-sponsored tour of Porgy and Bess, which starred Leontine Price and William Warfield. He became William Warfield's understudy as Porgy and also performed the role of Crown, a role that he repeated in Otto Preminger's 1959 film version of the opera. Paul Robeson was also an early mentor. He was very good friends with Harry Belafonte and shared his progressive political views. He's probably best remembered today for portraying Tom Robinson in the film version of To Kill a Mockingbird. But he also had a sizable career as a Belafonte-like singer. And here's a number from a 1959 recording that he made. This is of the traditional song, St. James Infirmary. I went down to St. James Infirmary To see my woman there She was laying on a long white table So sweet, so cool, so fair Well, I went up to see the doctor She's very low, he said When I got back downstairs to see my baby Good God, she was laying there dead When I go, please lay me down In a brand new box of time Leave that solid gold ring on my finger It's a present from that sweet gal of mine It is a present from that sweet gal of mine Let her go I don't spend too much time on country music on my podcast, but I like a good country singer here and there. I used to listen to a lot of country music back in the 90s. You'd think that African-American singers really didn't have too much to do with country music, but of course there's Charlie Pride. I think I played him once on the podcast. But I have two singers for you today, one of whom 
you probably haven't heard of, and another one whom you know in a completely different musical guise. The first is the guy you haven't heard of. His name is George Goodman. He was one of a large number of African-American singers, Lawrence Winters and Kenneth Spencer foremost among them, who went over to Germany, where he found more work and eventual fame and renown. George Goodman was born in 1919, and he also had an early association with Harry Belafonte. He sang with the so-called Harry Belafonte folk singers. Eventually, he settled in Munich, and after that, in Norway. He appeared in a 1964 German-language version of Uncle Tom's Cabin, which also starred Eartha Kitt and Juliette Greco. I've watched it for you, so you don't have to. And believe me, you don't want to bother. In fact, I had not known about George Goodman until fairly recently. He recorded a lot of the same kind of nostalgic plantation songs that were expected of these artists. But he also sang a few country numbers, and that's what I'm going to play for you now. I've started collecting his records, and there are many spirituals, Americana, Stephen Foster songs, all that sort of thing. Most of them are in English, although here and there he does some singing in German as well. This one is 16 tons, which, when I was a kid anyway, this was a pretty famous song. It was always done by these low-voiced country singers. Here's George Goodman's version of that song, which was originally composed by the country singer Merle Travis. Now some people say a man is made out of mud, but a poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood, skin and bones, a mind that's weak, and a bag that's strong. You load with 16 tons, what do you get? Another day old and a deep in death. Say, Peter, don't you call me, cause I can't go. I owe my soul to a company store When you see me coming, you better step aside A lot of men didn't and a lot of them died I got a fist of iron, a fist of steel The right one don't get you the left one will You load a 16 tons of what do you get Another day old and a deep in dead Say, Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to a company store You load a 16 tons and I want you to get Another day old and a deep in dead Say, Peter, don't you call me Say, Peter, don't you call me St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go Here's another guy who was such a musical miracle. I'm talking about Ray Charles. 
He could sing pretty much anything, and he did. At the height of his career in 1962, he decided he wanted to do some country music. And boy, did the record company not think that this was a good idea. But he did it anyway, and I think he's pretty fabulous in it. This is a song that was co-written with Cindy Walker by the country singer Eddie Arnold, and Eddie Arnold actually gave this song to Ray Charles as one that he thought he would do very well. And in fact, as you can hear in this 1962 recording, he does pretty darn well indeed. You give your hand to me And then you say hello And I can hardly speak My heart is beating so can tell you think you know me well but you don't know me no you don't know me no you don't know the one who dreams of you at night and longs to kiss your lips and longs to hold you tight oh I'm just a friend that's all I've ever been Cause you don't know me No, you don't know me For I never knew The art of making love Though my heart aches with love for you Afraid and shy I let my chance go by Chance that you might love me too. Love me too. Oh, you give your hand to me, and then you say goodbye. I watch you walk away beside the lucky guy. Oh, you never, never know the one who loved you so well. But now let's listen to a few of the singers who would be really considered crooners in the most exact sense of the term. That is, those singers in the 40s and 50s who could do that Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Perry Como style of singing, and frankly, often exceed those guys, in my opinion. Here's the supreme one, Nat King Cole, and this is one of his greatest successes, a 1953 recording conducted by Nelson Riddle of Autumn Leaves, which was, of course, originally composed in French as Les Feuilles Mortes to a poem by Jacques Prévert. The composer is Joseph Cosma and the English language version of this song, which, as I often complain to anyone who will listen to me, lacks the all-important verse, is Johnny Mercer. The falling leaves drift by the window the autumn leaves of red and gold I see your lips 
summer kisses The sunburned hands I used to hold Since you went away The days grow long And soon I'll hear I did an episode on the great African-American singer and actor Leslie Scott. He was one of the Porgies on those state-sponsored tours of Porgy and Bess. He was more of a pop singer than some of the other guys, Laverne Hutcherson and some of the others who also played Porgy. But he's a superb singer and... If you listened to the episode that I did on him, another one who died very young. This is from the early days of his crooning career when he was singing with people like Xavier Cougat and others. This is the song, You Go to My Head. It's a song that I really, really love. And this is a beautiful version. It's with Billy Moore Jr. and his orchestra. And it's from 1947. You go to my head And you linger Like a haunting to my head like a hippo sparkling burgundy and I find the very mention of you like the kicker in a julep or two the thrill of a thought that you might give a thought to my plea cast a spell over me still i say to myself get a hold of yourself can't you see that this never can be you go to my head with a smile that makes my temperature rise like the summer with a thousand Julys you intoxicate my soul with your eyes though I'm certain That this heart of mine Hasn't a ghost of a chance In this crazy 
Here's a guy who came along a few years later and is, again, still with us, much to my delight, and still performing. That's Johnny Mathis. You gotta love this guy. He's really got a honey of a voice. And what I love about him is that he came out late in life and... I salute him, and I've always liked his singing, and I think that his version of Misty is really definitive, and I'm playing the whole thing. I didn't have the heart to edit it. So here's Johnny Mathis singing Errol Garner's song, Misty. This recording's from 1959. Look at me, I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree. And I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud I can't understand I get misty just holding your hand Walk my way And a thousand violins begin to play Or it might be the sound of your hello That music I hear I get misty The moment you're near You can say that you're leading me on But it's just what I want you to do Don't you notice how hopelessly I'm lost? That's why I'm following you. On my own, would I wander through this wonderland alone? Ever knowing my right foot my left my hat from my love I'm too misty and too much in My right foot from my left My hat 
from my glove I'm too misty and too much in love look at me Now, here are two singers who began as real crooners and eventually moved more into soul, R&B, and beyond. The first one is Marvin Gaye, whose 1961 debut recording, produced by Barry Gordy Jr., was purely a crooning affair. Here's his version of How High the Moon, which I think is really gorgeous. And of course, he went on to write and perform such phenomenal songs as What's Going On, which became such an important song in the civil rights movement. Somewhere there's music, how faint the tune. Somewhere there's a heaven, how high the moon. There is no moon above when love is far away too. Until it comes through That you love me Yes, I love you somewhere There's music It's where you are Somewhere there's a heaven How near, how far The darkest light would shine If it would come to me soon Until you will How still my Until it comes through That you love me Yes, I love you Somewhere there's a music It's where you are Somewhere there's a heaven How near, how far The darkest night would shine If you would come to me soon And until you will How still my heart Until you will How still my heart Here's another gorgeous voiced singer who, again, had a very sad and early end. This is Sam Cooke, and this is one of his early successes from 1957, the self-penned You Send Me. Of course, we know Aretha's version of this as well, but I think Sam Cooke's has a wonderful late 50s sensibility to it that is really special. Darling, you send me you do
first I thought it was infatuation But ooh, it's lasted so long Now I find myself wanting to marry you and take you home I know, I know, I know This next guy was the highly influential and deeply musical Billy Eckstein. His career extended for more than 50 years. He began singing with Earl Hines's orchestra in 1939, eventually forming his own band and then going solo in the late 40s. He had a large number of hits, including that gorgeous song, My Foolish Heart, and many others as well. Later in his career, he became a featured guest star on many, many, many variety shows. What I'm going to play for you here is from 1970, an appearance on the what was called Playboy After Dark television show. Here he's joined by a young Linda Ronstadt, and the two perform the song God Bless the Child, which of course was one of Billie Holiday's greatest tunes. Them that's God shall get Them that's not shall lose For the Bible says And it's still Yeah. 
singer from the generation just after Billy Eckstein's, who I think might have the greatest voice that we're going to hear today. I'm talking about Johnny Hartman, and I can tell you that I'm not the only one who feels that way. My late friend Jerry Hadley also thought that Johnny Hartman's was just about the greatest voice that he had ever heard. And as I say, I'm inclined to agree that he's way up there with the greats. He also sang with Earl Hines's group and with Dizzy Gillespie and with Errol Garner, and he's very famous for a collaboration that he did with John Coltrane in 1963. I'm going to play you a recording that was made the following year. It's another of my favorite pop songs, It Never Entered My Mind. This is a Rodgers and Hart standard that I first got to know from Leontine's pop album. That is an odd affair, if I do say so myself, much as I love Leontine. There are some good things on it. In fact, It Never Entered My Mind is one of the better tracks. But this is just a supreme performance by Johnny Hartman and this combo that accompanies him. Once I laughed when I heard you sing that I'd be playing solitaire, uneasy in my easy chair. It never entered my mind Once you told me I was mistaken That I'd awaken With the sun And daughter orange It never entered my mind You have what I like myself And now I even have to scratch my back myself Once you want me that if you scorn me, I'd sing a loser's prayer again and wish that you were there again to get into my hair again. 
It never entered No, it never entered It never entered My Here is another one of these musical polymaths who could do pretty much anything. This is Lou Rawls. He's a fantastic blues singer. He's a superb crooner, a sublime R&B singer, and he was a record producer, as well as an occasional actor. Here's a song written by Fats Waller's partner, Andy Razif along with Roy Jacobs and William Weldon. The song is called I'm Gonna Move to the Outskirts of Town, and it is a 1962 recording. I'm gonna move Way out on the outskirts of town I'm gonna move Way out on the outskirts of town I don't want nobody Who's always hanging around I'm gonna tell you, baby We're gonna move away from here I don't want no ice man I'm gonna buy me a Frigidaire When we move Way out on the outskirts of town Now I don't want nobody Who's always hanging around Bring my own groceries Bring them every day Gotta stop that grocery boy And keep him Of town Now I don't want nobody always hanging around Here's another guy who I think has a fantastic voice This is Brooke Benton He was an early rock and roll singer who also was a superb crooner, as we're going to hear. Also an R&B singer. He also wrote songs, not just for himself, but for others as well. This might be my favorite one of his successes. It's the theme song for a film called A House Is Not A Home, which starred Shelley Winters as... I can't remember her name, but she was a madam who had written a tell-all book, and then it was turned into a movie. The theme song is written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David. It's become a standard. 
It has more to do with thorny domestic issues between two spouses rather than the running of a house of ill repute. Anyway, this is A House Is Not A Home. A chair is still a chair Even when there's no one sitting there But a chair is not a house And a house is not a home When there's no one there To hold you tight And no one there You can kiss Good night Now and then I call your name And suddenly your face appears But it's just a crazy game When it ends, it ends in tears Darling, have a heart Don't let one mistake keep us apart I'm not meant to live alone Turn this house into a home When I climb the stairs And turn the key Oh, please be there Still in love house into a home when I climb the stairs and turn the key oh please be there still in love Here's another guy who was marketed as another Billy Eckstein. I think he had his own distinctive way. And again, he was somebody who sang jazz, rock and roll, R&B, all with equal aplomb, with a voice that is like velvet. The guy's name is Arthur Prysock, and he's really terrific. He's from the same generation of singers as... Johnny Hartman, and has a similar deep baritone that is highly appealing to my ear. Most of these guys I've been featuring in the croonier side of their repertoire. This is a song that was written by Quincy Jones for a film that he scored, 1968's The Split, a heist thriller that starred Jim Brown, Diane Carroll, Ernest Borgnine, and Julie Harris. This song is called It's Just a Game, Love. It's probably significant that they're talking about a game because the movie has to do with the robbery of the L.A. Coliseum during a football game. It's just a game, love. Don't you know it's just a game, love? So make believe that this is real, love. Don't you know it's just a game, love? 
let's pretend we really feel love. Once upon a time, I had a dream girl. We really were in love. We weren't pretending. But why are fairy tales the only stories that ever have a happy ending? Don't you know it's just a game, love? Candy kisses that we steal. Don't you know it's just a game, love? It's up to us to make it real. Don't you know it's just a game, girl? Mm, don't you know it's just a game, girl? Now I just have to ask you guys, please not to be irritated with me for leaving out a huge number of really important people. I mentioned Lead Belly before, but we didn't hear him. Same with Howlin' Wolf. Same with Charlie Pride. Fats Domino? Sorry. The Platters? Sorry. Billy Preston? No, not today. Luther Vandross? I know. There's so many. I just had to pick and choose, so I hope you enjoy my choices. That said, let's move right along into a different era of music making. This is pure R&B, and this is the king of seduction, Barry White, and one of his big hits, Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Babe. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But... I don't know about that. As many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough, man. It's just not enough. Oh, man. Baby 
singer we're going to hear is more famous as a composer and arranger and producer than he is as a singer. This is Lamont Dozier, who this past June celebrated his 80th birthday. He's part of the team known as Holland Dozier Holland, which consisted of him and the brothers Brian and Eddie Holland. They wrote so many songs and were really important creators of the so-called Motown sound. Lamont Dozier began his career as a singer, and eventually, in the 1970s, he returned to his singing roots and put out a number of albums. From the 1973 album called Out Here on My Own, we're going to hear a song called Fish Ain't Bitin'. Now, we haven't touched too much on pure jazz singing today. 
But here is a singer whose hundredth birthday was posthumously observed this past year. I'm talking about the singer, composer, and lyricist John Hendricks, primarily remembered as a member of Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross, that amazing virtuoso jazz vocal trio that was active for a very short period in the late 50s and early 60s. His virtuosic scat singing and his ability to improvise lyrics was an extraordinary thing. He was a unique figure who really knew no peers, in my opinion. He continued to perform and occasionally record up to just a brief time before his death at the age of 96. From about 40 years earlier than that, I'm going to play you a cut from his solo album called Tell Me the Truth. This is the title track, and he's got some pithy and pointed things to say about the way that the world is run that I think have added resonance in the world that we live in now. I'm tired of dying while I'm still alive. I feel I'm drowning in a sea of jive I'm saturated with abuse of youth Somebody tell me the truth Nowadays black is white Down like an item in a fancy store and it's called get the money now jesus is just another superstar with you to adore and it's sad and it's funny and what for and what a I know for certain everything ain't right. People are hurting, everyone's uptight. Can't stand this madness, 
Cause I'm much too cool Somebody Tell me the truth Somebody Tell me the truth Somebody Somebody tell me the truth Tell me the truth Somebody Tell me the truth Somebody Hey somebody this last segment of this episode, I want to devote a little bit of time to Broadway singers and Broadway repertoire. Of course, Sammy Davis, who we heard at the very beginning, was a star on Broadway. He starred in Mr. Wonderful. He starred in Golden Boy. He sang songs from musicals over the course of his entire career. And when I do that promised full episode on Sammy Davis Jr., we will certainly talk about some of his Broadway performances. Here's a Broadway song in a guise that is not all that familiar. This is the song, Was für ein Narr ich bin. You know what that is? What kind of fool am I? And it's performed here by Owen Williams, that African-American expat, who settled over here in Germany and whom I featured on one of my baritone episodes this past summer. Was für ein Narr ich bin, ein Narr, der nie Ich habe immer mich allein und niemals sie geliebt. Was für ein Mann ist das? Broadway singer I did a full episode on just a few short weeks ago was Gilbert Price. He is an artist who deserves our full attention. A singer who was his understudy when he appeared in Timbuktu and who also had a small part in Leonard Bernstein and Alan J. Lerner's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in which Gilbert Price was one of the stars. Was this singer Bruce Hubbard. He's probably best remembered today 
for singing Joe on the legendary complete recording of Showboat that was conducted by John McGlynn. EMI Records featured him on a solo release that included the Copeland Old American Songs and a number of Broadway standards. Sadly, Bruce Hubbard died of AIDS at the age of 39, the year after this record was released. I'm going to play you a simple song by Leonard Bernstein and Stephen Schwartz from Bernstein's Mass. Sing God a simple song Loud a loud Make it up as you One of the few singers still active on Broadway who I think really can carry the mantle of the Broadway leading man is Brian Stokes Mitchell. I was surprised to see that on his latest recording, he sings this song, The Man I Love. And why not? After all, he did play one of the gay dads of Leah Michelle on Glee. 
And even if he's straight, he's not narrow. Anyway, this is a beautiful performance of the song. Again, I've had to cut it down somewhat, but you get the gist of it. Someday he'll come along, the man I love. And he'll be big and strong, the man I love. And when he comes my way, I'll do my best to make his He'll look at me and smile, I'll understand. And in a little while, he'll take my hand. And though it seems absurd, I know we both won't say a Maybe I shall meet him someday, maybe Monday, maybe not. Still, I'm sure to meet him one day, maybe Tuesday will be my consciousness of the U.S. American public is Billy Porter, who was a huge star even before he entered the stratosphere in the show Pose. Now I see he's got an autobiography coming out. He is fearless. He is fierce. He is ferocious. And he is kind. And he is enormously talented. And he starred in the Cindy Lauper, Harvey Firestein penned musical, Kinky Boots. I love Cindy Lauper so much, and I think Billy Porter is just the cat's meow. This is a version of the song, Not My Father's Son, that he did for a solo album in 2014. He says it all, and so does Cindy. So here it is. My father always thought if I was strong and fought Not like some albatross I'd begin To feed it 
Look at me, powerless and holding my breath, trying hard to repress what scared him to death. It was never easy to be his type of man, to breathe freely was not in his plan. What he wouldn't see I'm not my father's son No I'm not the image Of what he dreamed of With the strength of Sparta And the patience of Job Still couldn't Finally, I have two closing things to offer you. First, because it's my birthday and because I have a very special association with this song. And because, if you can believe this, I had never heard this version of Danny Boy before. I am going to play you a live performance by the stunning Jackie Wilson. This was a telecast from 1965. The show was called Chivalry. And when I heard this recently, I, 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 I nearly lost my mind. It was so brilliant. 
This goes way beyond crooning. This guy was in the stratosphere. Oh, Danny Come to 
Thanks for joining me today, everyone. This is probably going to turn out to be an overly long episode again, but I hope that there was enough of a kaleidoscope of singers that you found people that you really enjoyed and that really resonated with you. And I hope that maybe you'll even be inspired to explore them a little bit further. Or maybe it just triggered some wonderful memories for you. I hope so. So we started way back with Hutch singing Cabaret. And we're going to end with two enormously gifted black cabaret artists, Bobby Short and Mabel Mercer. And I'm dedicating this song to one of my listeners who told me that because I featured Mabel Mercer on my Voiceless Wonders episode, that he has become a Mabel Mercer obsessive fan. Let's just put it that way. So I've got a really fun combination of songs to see us off today. First is the 59th Street Bridge song, and the second is the Cy Coleman, Carolyn Lee song from Little Me, Here's to Us. Here are Mabel Mercer and Bobby Short in a live performance from the Town Hall in New York, 19th of May, 1968. Hello, Lampo, what you doing? Came to see your flowers growing. Got no songs for me. Dipsy do and feeling groovy. Got no need to do the promises to keep. Let the morning sun drop all its petals on me. We like the lamp and all is groovy. Love you guys. Really excited about bringing you a third season of Counter Melody. Stick with me. We're going to have a lot of fun this season.
Dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach. Happy birthday to me.